My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. All right, so uh, before we got started, Zip started telling the story, and I said, let's tell the story to everybody. Didn't you bring enough for everyone? And, <laughs> uh, and it's a story of uh, the subscription economy we live in. So you, uh, you were talking about Vimeo, right, which is like a... A paid version of you. It's like Dropbox for videos. It's like yeah. YouTube, right? Yeah, it's sort of a hosting platform for videos that, uh, right. you know, they and there's some features in it. There's no ads in it. That's the big thing. You go on YouTube and yeah. you usually get That's ads. password protected. So with no ads, how would you expect them to feed their families? Well, no, Just out of curiosity. I, not an issue. Not an issue. But here's the, here's the issue. The other day I've been on there for what? Five, six, seven, eight years. I've You've been, been on there for five, six, yeah. seven years. Okay. That's and I go time. on yesterday and there's this warning thing across the top it says you know hey you must uh, upgrade to this much more expensive monthly subscription price or you're going to be suspended right. okay, and, and then it has a little explanation of whatever it was i'm doing online long story short so i responded i said hey it's one of those uh, customer service loops where... you said hey to an algorithm that emailed <laughs> no, no, you yeah. i love that i'm just saying uh so I send an email, and they say, well, we'll get back to you. Depending on what subscription plan you're on, we'll get back to you either in four hours or it could be up to three days, which I thought okay. was kind of rude. But what did your email say? What did you say? Hey, dude, don't I said, tax I've been using me the, without yeah, representation. Right. What, what did you say? What was your complaint? My, I mean, they, they're my, a company. My they want complaint? your subscription. What am I doing different? You know, they are were technically accusing me of using the service uh, in a manner that no longer fits their terms of service, and they're going to have oh, to jack my so, plan up. Uh, what Sig- do you put up there, was- Father uh, Zipfel? <laughs> <laughs> all, all I can think of... Those nays my coffee. <laughs> 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 oh, just a few that. altar boys. No, no. What are you doing up there? <laughs> this is terrible. Anyway, inappropriate. Is what so, it is. but the interesting thing is, so I send this off to the you know non-existent customer service people on the weekend, and yeah. I when I went back on this morning to do a couple of things, I noticed the banner was gone. The banner, you know, mm. saying, "Hey, you the got banner asking 13th. you for money was gone." Yeah. But what do you? So wait a minute. You gotta, you know, we're bound by attorney co-host privilege here. You, <laughs> you have to tell us what were you doing that they would say. That's what I inquired. I said I've used this for five or six years at the current subscription level, and I don't know what I'm doing. Huh? What is going on? Please, please advise. Oh. That's what okay. I. You're an ex junkie. You should know this. The first one's free. <laughs> so what they? So you do pay them every year. You oh, are yeah. a subscription no, plan. Yeah. yeah, but they wanted to to boost me to the the uh, whatever it is commercial pro premium thing which is like yes. $50 more a month so i mean it's, usually it's that money. involves you having too much uh too big of a files up there yeah, and well, you don't yeah. right no i'm well within what they've allotted me it's I, so here's what i think this is and you know it's just a uh, it's just a hunch but some of these companies don't have time to monitor everything and so what they may do is they may put a nag screen up saying you have to bump up your subscription. And if it's sort of like the guy in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send him my, my life savings. Yeah, I, be, I bet you he out. was being vished. If one in a hundred bump <laughs> yeah. it up, the company sees the revenue. That's right. I would say it's a bad sign for Vimeo. 
that they yeah. may, uh, you know, they may be hurting, they may be in trouble. Okay, let me uh, give you a quick update. I got a, a, a automated response this morning. Hey, we received sure. your, your deal, and we'll get back to you soon. And that's yeah. where it stands. That's it. But the nag screen asking you for more money is Disappeared. Gone. Yeah, that's interesting. Nag screen, that's good. That's what they call those. Yeah, so, I, you know, in fact, Apple has a thing on my phone. Because I didn't set up facial recognition or fingerprints. Yeah. There's this red button oh, that says my phone needs attention on the settings. It's always going to be there because I'm not using their feature. And I can't, there's no place for me to check. I don't want your damn facial recognition. <laughs> yeah. Are you considering man. Android as a yeah. result or no? I mean, I, I want my wife to know what my face looks like. I really. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes. You're and serving up a maybe tater. the <laughs> local cop who knows that I yeah. occasionally go 22 in a 15. <laughs> but I don't want to give you my, even though you already have my face, you stole it. I know you did. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that thing is called a nag screen because... It's like when you get in your car yep. and the oil light comes on or the service light comes on mm -hmm. and says, you need an oil change. My, my car, you know, the service station used to rely on me writing down that in 5,000 miles I should change my oil. Now the car itself goes, hey, idiot, it's time <laughs> to change your oil. You know why? Why? Because a lot of car owners are idiots. Well, they are. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a guy who studied mechanics, I can tell you this. But, hey, remember the show? This was ages ago. Uh, it was called, uh, what was it called? My Mother the Car? Mm -hmm. And then there was another show, Knight Rider, where the cars talked. Yeah, Kit. And I'm, yeah, voiced by Bill, somebody out there. David How come there isn't a show off. about yes. that right now, about a futuristic car? Because they're, they're actually really talking now. Yeah, it's not that big a stretch anymore. No, it's not that, that the car would like know you because it can see your Facebook profile. Yeah. So, you know, you've got Apple CarPlay. Uh, dude, uh, you know, I looked at your browsing history. I'll keep <laughs> quiet if you want me to, but I'm going to need an oil change and a <laughs> Your car's going to pimp you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's uh, a good scene. Anyway, oh, that's just, a, just right thought. There. So you got a nag screen zip is what you got, and, and the company... Did you were following the policy, but they were trying to charge you anyway? Well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I still have to the thirteenth, according to their. For, but it disappeared. It disappeared the minute I, I sent yeah. the. Which, the yeah. which makes me think that Bob is right. It was a scatter shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I'll keep you updated. Their... I know this is roving, so, okay. and people are hanging on the edge of their <laughs> but, seats. Well, but this is. <laughs> but seriously, Every word. everyone listening to this has experienced. Uh, this is why I thought it was a good topic, Zip. Everyone who's listening to this is experiencing the shift From. since most of what we own these days yes. is experiences and software. There's a shift from buying it once outright and owning it until your computer goes dead or whatever. That's right. Because nothing you have, software you bought 15 years ago, where is it? Oh, you know, the company. <laughs> Probably it's on a floppy, Bob. You had to floppy somewhere. <laughs> so now there's a shift to make you subscribe to everything. Yes. The, the movie theaters want you to subscribe and go as many times in a month as you want. They're losing their shirts. Uh, and, and this is nothing new. R remember the health club that you subscribed to in January because you yeah. made a New yeah. Year's resolution? Yeah. I, every time I tried to pay in cash and they wouldn't let me. How come? 
because they can't pimp your credit card if you pay cash. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You, it's the auto deal. And I said, it's the and auto I, renew. And I, I've been pimped before, and I said, look, I'll just pay cash each time I come. If you say there is no um, need to renew, cancel any time, I'll just pay cash. Oh. No, can't do that. Can't do that. It's not in the because they they're counting on the people who feel guilty and let oh, their credit card continue to be charged. Of course they are. Yeah. It, it, it's it's oh. a ripoff. Who hasn't had this problem when you agree to things online, especially with PayPal? Mm -hmm. frequently you are agreeing that they can dip into your PayPal to pay something anytime they want. <sighs> and I've had stuff that I was charged for that, like the Washington Post, I subscribed one year. And the following year, after they charged me, I got a notification that they charged me. And I was like, well, I was thinking of canceling. Yeah. Auto renew. And you got to watch them like a hawk. But if you write to PayPal, you know what they say? Yeah. Well, first of all, they don't say anything. Because they're <laughs> stupid computers. <laughs> but what, you, what the algorithm uh, says back to you is... You this signed is, this agreement. That's right. We have the click box. To and so we reject your claim to cancel. So there. And then you've got to go in, and there's a place where you can cancel all long-term automatic payment agreements. Ah, this I wasn't aware of. And you know where it is? Where is it? Buried at the bottom of the agreement? <laughs> it's like if, think about your own home. Where the dust bunnies live. That's where it is. Good analogy. <laughs> yes, it's like, as you look, I've looked everywhere. <laughs> I went through the site, and it's not available on the app version. You have to go to a computer because nobody has a computer anymore. Uh, or you can click on this thing that says show full site. Ah, Try it. Have you looked under the bed, Bob? <laughs> under the bed. Yeah. So, I mean, that's but that's the way we live. We live all of these companies, whether it be Netflix or the movie theater or Spotify mm -hmm. or prescription medications, which I now call subscription medication. <laughs> yeah. They want you on a monthly plan and they don't want you to think about it. In fact, the whole, the whole, our whole economy is based on you agreeing to provide a revenue stream and not thinking about anything except for shoveling the coal into the furnace of your bank account. Yeah, onto ages of ages. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so it's one of my pet peeves. That... Well, I'm glad I brought it to your attention, Bob. And, yeah, uh, yeah, because he is a professional <laughs> ferret as far as online <laughs> issues go. I'm telling you. Oh, well, knows. And once in a while, you have to basically sit down with your computer and all your passwords and a list. Like, who has... Like, yeah, the hell with your children. <laughs> yeah, forget that. Who has... Um, a list of every single account they have with its username and password and goes through once in a while and cancels stuff. Um, the uh, the new campaign in coming up, the presidential well, campaign. The campaign. <coughs> we can talk about that. We, there's two big things going on now, obviously. And although a podcast is timely because we do one every week, you know, it's meant to be heard whenever you feel like listening to it. So mm -hmm. things can certainly change. But we're just ahead of Super Tuesday. Uh, this yes. podcast comes out on Wednesday. So much like The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon or Colbert, yes. we should tell you that we're having this discussion. And but by the time you hear us, you'll already know the results. Right. And um, I'd be very curious to what Zip thinks, because he's my, he's my go-to liberal buddy. 
Like, <laughs> I try to. So by now you know that I sort of sit firmly on the fence about a lot of yes, things. Yes, you do. I'm yeah. a conspiracy You're a centrist. Thi- well, I'm a, I don't know what if that. If you tell me I'm something, I'll deny it. <laughs> of course, you have oppositional syndrome. You yeah, always have that. Yeah, I'm a devil's advocate. <laughs> Yes. So whatever everyone else thinks is evil, I'm going to try and tell you why it's not as bad as you'd think. <laughs> we'll get to the coronavirus in a bit. Uh-huh. But, um, but when it comes to the presidential election, it's such a bad television reality show. Oh, my God, yeah. One thing, though, that I find encouraging is that if you have um, – insecurities and inferiority complexes and self-esteem issues mm-hmm. looking at those candidates try to perform should make you feel better about yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. because they're all just weak human beings Floundering, yes. grasping at straws to try and get power and you think it's just you yeah Although Biden, I did think, upped his game last time. Well, he did. And, and that's, th- as we sit here recording on a Monday, that is the news story right now. But again, we won't oh, know how it, how it works out because well, by the time forget, you hear this. Don't forget yeah. Steyer yeah, and Buttigieg are out. Yeah, yes. Buttigieg is gone. Spire, whose name I was just Steyer. learning. Steyer. <laughs> Steyer, whatever. Steyer. Apparently he didn't learn well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who cares? It's like a, t- a multi-billionaire with billionaire. tons of money starts buying ads. Um, yeah. It's a huge turnoff for me immediately. And if Democrats nominated somebody like that, I'd literally move to Mars. I just <laughs> I couldn't stand this planet anymore. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, so we'll find out what did happen. And you alluded to it. Is that the Joe Biden, who's been a public servant for many years who's generally a very nice guy who stutters a bit mm-hmm. and can't really put together you know the sentences the way winners do usually but Not you really know he's a good man oh he had a teleprompted the other night that whole speech was teleprompted i don't You're know if you noticed me. oh no no uh, absolutely it was teleprompted and right prior to him uh you know stepping up to say hey thanks so much uh all the pundits were like, Joe Biden's got to knock this speech out of the park because this is yes. the only media time he can afford right now. It was about. Well, whoever the speechwriter is who wrote it knows how Joe Biden should sound. Yeah. Uh, Joe still stuttered a little bit in the speech, uh, but that's okay. I don't, you know, I don't care. In fact, if we have a president who stutters, that's fine with me. Do you because, think it was a hologram, Bob? Who? <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden? Yeah. yeah. I think that his second term will be a hologram. <laughs> no, but do you think that that final speech was not on prompt? It was actually a hologram called from old footage? of, of uh, Well, it, it's funny you should say that because it reminds me, uh, you know, I've seen him on TV for decades. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I think he's a good man. And do, do I agree with all his policies? I don't agree with anybody. No. But, uh, but I think I he's generally a decent human being. And what he decided to do in that speech is to put aside all of the stupid talk about facts mm-hmm. and simply talk about being a better people. And that, to me, is the only argument that distinguishes anyone from Trump. And it also exposed a weakness in Bernie Sanders, who I, I do like because I'm in Vermont. And I always well, you have to. For the you neighbor. Know, you'll get yeah. kicked out of the state. Um, th- th- look, Vermont, Vermont is 
you know, one neighborhood has a 10-foot Trump sign and the next neighborhood <laughs> has a 10-foot Bernie sign. So yeah. we get along okay in spite of politics. Uh, Vermonters know that we're, we have to be good neighbors to each other, so we respect each other's politics and we don't fight about it, generally speaking. What? That's because everybody has a barn to burn down. Pretty much. <laughs> no, and everybody has a tractor that gets stuck. <laughs> yes, and you and don't want no the neighbor. Republican guy not no, to tow you out no. of the ditch. Everybody helps everybody. It's a really... A, hey, never Trump, I see you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about Bernie Sanders that gets me, though, he's like that guy who lived on your street when you were growing up as a kid. If you knocked yeah, your wiffle yeah. ball onto his lawn, he'd be chasing <laughs> you off it with a rake. Turn off my lawn! Turn off! <laughs> yeah. That's my Clearly, best you don't know where the boundaries are. <laughs> <laughs> you should do the impressions, Ed. I, sometimes I get started just to prime the pump, Isn't but you know, should really you just, say, oh. You know, you just don't want to engage him because he's, you know, he's torqued up. Yeah. He is a torqued up. Don't he's a type A. Believe me. Torqued up. Don't ask me to do that impression, though, Bob, because I did a stand-up gig Saturday night, and I was trying to do Brad Garrett. And my Brad Garrett kept turning into Bernie Sanders. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, you know, bro, uh, you know, what's the name of the street anyway? Raymond, I have a nightstick. <laughs> I sound like Bernie Sanders, but I have a nightstick. Well, that's got to be tough. As a, it was. As what a voice actor, yes. when there's some that are close together, if they get in your head that they're close, yeah. then you can't exactly. distinguish them. That and there's a lot more funny. Bernie than there is Brad Garrett on TV right now. Oh, there sure is. Yeah. Oh, but man. anyway, so so That's we're funny. recording this prior to the Tuesday results, and the expectation was that Bernie Sanders was going to run away with delegates. Now, that may still happen because a lot of the voting occurred early. California. Uh, it California. also may still happen because... I, you know, I I loved the way Biden responded with a better speech, but he still looked like he was propped up. He's so old. I, I feel bad saying this because... Well, you're ageist is what you are. Well, I am. Yeah. I, 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 and by the way, I, I, there's one thing I've learned is not to deny stuff that's true, that's <laughs> weak about okay. me. And, uh, and I have all sorts of prejudices and failings really? and mm -hmm. judgment prejudgmentalness of people how and, dare you be human and and here's the thing if a president is going to be first off if he's going to be in his ninth decade mm -hmm. how like all you have to do this is the weirdest thing about our cultures we completely don't look at actual numbers like we don't look at what healthcare costs we don't look at how to actually add or fix anything. We just go on emotion, which is or, I mean, or actual actuarial per, tables. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so the actuarial tables say that every year, like yeah. his chance of dying doubles each year that he's in office, and that's okay, I guess, if he's reasonably cognizant now. But then you got to really look at the vice president. I gotta say, if Pete Buttigieg is there, at least you got a young guy's gonna last a while. Oh, Pete is grooming all of them. Oh, don't yeah. you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and I, I, there's talk of, them, of uh, the two of those camps getting together anyway, yeah. so who knows if that would be named the VP. I mean, I don't know. When do you don't think, know either. When do you think uh, Obama might toss an endorsement in there? <laughs> well, that clearly Biden is angling for that. And um, if I'm... If I'm President Obama, I'm not sure I want to endorse anybody. Is no, it? that's going to lose you appearances and books. Yeah. It's a, um, you know, a president should be a statesman. Now, President Carter did say 
he didn't think he could have handled all the duties of the presidency in his late 70s. Did you see I that? I can handle a lot of duty these days. I have to admire <laughs> President Carter. Very good, ladies and gentlemen. Most of which are in my diaper. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, it, it, look, here's what's likely to happen. Uh, Sanders is still going to lead in delegates. The only question is how much. And you guys already know some of this by the time you're listening to this. And uh, it looks like Biden will come on. Uh, and you know, we don't know which one. Uh, Elizabeth Warren looks very weak right now, but it's who knows? It's not happening. It's not happening. She could get a bounce. You never know. Um, but people are still stung. And this is the Democrats. This is what you liberals. Oh. <laughs> who are you addressing? The Democrats are do, doing their best to kill Bernie Sanders, the one guy who has passionate youth behind yes. him, even though he's a million years old. Makes no yes. sense. And the Democrats have a woman who's got a little more fire than Hillary, but they're mm -hmm. still stung from having a woman lose. So they mostly abandoned her. So, you know, there's, there's no fire. If you ask me, Democrats feel very defeated by Donald Trump. Mm, As an I, impartial witness, that's what I think. Really? Yeah. I, I disagree. I think that uh, no hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Uh -huh. and, I, and I think that they're going to show up in droves. That's just me. We'll see. Uh, yeah. The, the economy, of course, will come into play. We should also talk this week about coronavirus and the economy. And um, one thing I've noticed is people are passing around blogs, video blogs, uh, vlogs, as they're called. Oh, yeah, all sorts of uh, all sorts of experts out there giving their analysis. Mm -hmm. And what's good about that is the root word is anal. <laughs> <laughs> analysis. Yes. Uh, the good thing about that is that there's, um, you know, we can all read what there is to know, and there's still a lot that's not known. So it is time for speculation. A oh, zip. Dog. Uh, you uh, were very sick uh, a week and a half ago, and I am very glad it doesn't look like I've, I've been quarantining myself for 14 days <laughs> since I, I hung out with you. And what I had is a little sniffle, so it may mean that I had the antibodies to fight what you had. I've been reading so much about antibodies. I'll bet. Uh, and... Um, I would like to know what you think about the coronavirus, because you have a case in Massachusetts. A case in Rhode Island was just announced. The first case in New York has just been announced. So we're surrounded here. And uh, two, in deaths. Seattle, yeah, two deaths, I think, yeah. in Washington. Yeah. That mofo afraid to come to Detroit, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And, and do you think the coronavirus doesn't want to come to Detroit? Or just nobody, no. nobody in Detroit can afford international travel? <laughs> Jesus. We are, excuse me, we are a hub for Delta. Sure. But you guys, you guys drive in cars. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they ripped up all the tracks. That's right. So anyway, uh, Zip, you take it first, and then Ed. Uh, what do you mean? Do, do I? Are you asking me if I feel all right or what I think of the whole deal? I'm asking you to do exactly what the experts on TV do. Speculate yeah. out your behind. Um, I saw somebody on earlier this morning, one of the NBC doctors, and she actually was had the most level-headed response you know, basically, you know, this is a flu virus. They they don't know. They can't get a handle on it. They think it's stronger than the average flu. 
obviously, and it, it it's uh, certainly attacking those who are already compromised people like me. Yeah, you know, sixty the plus. elderly, which which now. Oh my God, Bernie Sanders! Um, I am not going to China. You know, and and trying not to panic. I got to admit, the coverage of it is is kind of shocking. It it's. Uh, well, it's like everything yeah, else. Once it gets into the wind in social media, it's all over the place. It's, yeah. you know, wildfire. Uh, so Ed Kelly. Good Lord. Um, when they back away and show you the countries that uh, where it has spread, and you know that the CDC has been defunded, and if I'm not mistaken, it might be fake news. I haven't done the de- the, uh, the deep dig on it, but it's been the, the funds were allegedly taken away from the CDC and put towards the wall. So they may not be as prepared as they should be. And just to get a working example is a year out, allegedly. Mm. Not and then that's just that's just a prototype, yeah. and then it's not even ready for human uh, experimentation yet. Somehow, if they can accelerate that, and I think that they will throw enough money and, and scientists at it that they will, then I think we'll be in the clear. But if we don't, I mean, this has happened before. We know that the plan has been wiped out, but uh, I don't think that it's that dire. I do think I agree with with Zip that, it, that it's being sensationalized. I think, yeah, so, particularly on MSNBC, CNN, and the, uh, the yeah. The I, I recognize some uh, liberal cotton candy there that you were eating about the story <laughs> um, being caused by the wall, and I don't buy that. You know, we did no. spend money on this, so we couldn't spend any money on that argument almost ever because it's usually a red herring or a fake, whatever you call it. Let me ask but, you this, uh, Bob: Would you agree yeah. with it that it's probably not a hoax perpetrated by the Democrats? <laughs> Party. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, so, actually, I really enjoyed listening to you two because um, part of what I need to do better is listen. And I'm sorry, what were you saying? I, I, you know, <laughs> I couldn't agree more uh, with the analysis you both just gave. And I've been obsessive, compulsive, reading all points of view on this, uh, studying scientific blogs. And watching like scientists who are doing their own videos on YouTube, and what you said, Zip uh, and Ed, uh, is is true. So what they think is that it's going to turn out to be—it's basically a common cold that's like the flu. Thank you, Mr. Mulvaney. Yeah, and <laughs> what it's going to turn out to be, it appears, and no one knows yet, mm-hmm. is have a mortality rate somewhere between. And, and I thought this was a wide range between 0.1%, one in a thousand, or, or 1%, which is one in a hundred. That's a way scarier game of Russian roulette or Chinese roulette, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. So, so it's terrible in that it might kill your, you know, your grandpa or in this case i'm grandpa um, <laughs> true, true it used actually. to be so easy to just mock old people yeah uh, when i was younger until you so, are one uh, one thing that they have noted is that it is not it is not as bad on children as the actual flu yeah, is it doesn't affect them right uh which is good um mm. and so let's just thin the herd, right, Bob? Well, here's the part. I said this to a friend of mine yesterday, and he said, oh, my God, that sounds like it's like a conspiracy theory, but it sounds so true. And that's the good conspiracy theories, the ones that sound true. I'm pretty sure we were on the moon. Doesn't yeah, sound true. Me too. But um, so here's what I said. I said, this, this hype 
seems like a promotional stunt for the stock market to have a correction. The only thing that could bring Trump down. Uh, it may be partially to bring... It, it, it seems like a move by the richest... When you've got a billionaire who's willing to spend half a billion to bring Trump down, and you've got other millionaires stepping in going, get out of the way, I'm a CEO, come on, let me get in there. You've you got to realize that there's massive anger amongst the most wealthy. Oh, yeah. And if you know anything about them, you know they really do not care about your individual 401k. They, they would no. trash the stock market on purpose oh, yeah. just to wipe out certain people and to get Trump not reelected. Now, I have no idea if that's true. It could simply be the human condition of panic. You know what we should do, really? It'd be interesting to see if Fox News's coverage of the break, you know, the outbreak, is similar in the dire predictions as the it other is. networks. It is, but uh, but with a caveat. So, yes. my, I, you know how I get my Fox News, by the way? The same way a baby seal gets its food, pre-chewed by a friend of mine who watches Fox News all the time. No, I was making maple syrup yesterday. We were bottling with Hank. Yes. And Hank, you know, he um, he's a good example of a hardworking guy who goes to work every day, and the system, you know, seems unfair. So and so whatever arguments they make make sense to him and he said boy this media sure has blown this whole coronavirus thing out of proportion yeah, that's the fox statement and you could not be more right in a i mean they're talking about it but they've politicized it and you know how they politicize it by accusing the democrats of politicizing it <laughs> those democrats want everybody to die and what's funny about that is there's just enough of a grain of truth in it that yeah. it's not that we want everybody to die, but we'd really love the stock market to not help Trump get elected. So, so that argument has, it has a tinge of credibility to it. But let me get to what I think. And what I think is not being talked about, because that's what I always go for. Okay. See, try this on for size. It's been, it's been hinted at by the CDC. The correct response to this is, of course, to work very hard on finding the, the vaccine, the cure, teaching people hygiene to minimize. But the whole idea of shutting down businesses and schools and public events, it's going to be ineffective. And so the correct strategy, and I hate to say it, but the Republicans are kind of onto it, is uh, let's give up. First off, let's give up saying we can stop something that spreads like the common cold. We can't. You can do your best. You can wash your hands. Let's, and almost like the Republicans did this after 9-11, let's go out there and be good Americans and contribute to our economy. <laughs> let's go to concerts. Let's go to, you know, let's, let's go to the ball game. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. You're an American. Stand up proud. At least we're not drafting you and sending you to war. We got enough volunteers for those wars. That does it, Bob. I'm going to Washington. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I think. I think that it is pointless. Like, the way it's going right now, some scientists estimate that between 40 and 70 percent, another scientist said 30, so who knows, but a huge percent, let's go with the lowest number I heard, 30 percent of the world's population will likely eventually 
get coronavirus. So why are you not going to the school play? Well, a couple of things. One, I heard somewhere today, I think it was this morning, that there's actually seven versions of the coronavirus, and this is the most Oh, lethal. that would be news to me if that's true. Uh, I did. That's... I think I heard that somewhere. The other thing is it puts anybody in a position of um, oh, school superintendents or CEOs or, any, or HR people, anybody in charge of groups of people in a terribly... Liable. It puts them in a bind, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like if, if you, come on, knock it off, just come to work. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? Well... And that's the problem right now, because we're hamstrung by public opinion. In much the same way, never Trump Republicans have to support him because their base loves him. Um, Whoever you are, you have to listen to your constituency. And since the constituency is uh, the narrative of the constituency is like it's like trying to contain a brush fire in the hills of Southern California when something happens. So uh, we have to respond to how people really feel. And that's the interesting thing about our time. Nobody's paying attention to facts. In fact, we've discounted facts. Yeah. But human beings have never felt more alive and global. Like, we know we're on a planet, which is kind of cool and not good right now. But when we finally, you know, when we really think about it and maybe don't want to destroy the planet, it might be a good thing. Wow, I think you should change your last name to Thunberg. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. I love her. I do. I do. Too. And and did you see the anti-Thunberg? No. I oh, so so here's the deal: the Republican or conservative wing of the Wait, human yeah. being party, because uh, they came out with a girl. How do you spell Thunberg? It's T H U N B E R G. I think. Okay. U R G. Greta Thunberg, uh, anti opposite hang on i'll tell you the girl's name in a minute she's amazing uh the anti-greta a conservative think tank takes on the global phenomenon so they come up with another girl how dare you a little more republican looking she's got some eyeshadow (laughs) (laughs) gorgeous um and uh, and you know not quite so asperger's yes uh, oh my for climate skeptics and um this think tank came up with the anti-Greta. Her name is Naomi Seat. She's a 19-year-old German girl. She's blonde, eloquent, European. And an Aryan superstar. She de- she denounces climate alarmism. Oh, boy. And she calls climate consciousness a despicably anti-human ideology. In other words, it's humans against the stupid environment, and we win. We get to use it however we want. Uh, and... She's a fantastic voice for free markets and for climate realism, she calls it. Climate realism. realism. Fair and balanced climate. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's uh, at the UN Climate Conference in Madrid, and she was a star. But she well, didn't... they wood-shopped her in, how many, in front of how many focus groups before they put her out there? Of course uh, she's a Of star. course they did. And, uh, and Greta's, you know, Greta looks, you know, Greta with her um, braided hair and her simple homemade clothing. This Hippie looks entirely stocking, different. Yeah. This one, this girl looks like uh, she could be a, you know, an anchor on Fox News yeah. back in the Roger Ale days when you had the audition. Hope Hicks. <laughs> Just, I can't believe I put that out there. Please I've been do. looking, uh, <laughs> trying to look up how many coronaviruses we, we have. Out. 
Uh-huh. Um, and I guess the first one was uh, discovered in 1937. It was kind of one of those yeah. bird spread things. Yeah. Okay, so almost all coronaviruses. So when you said seven different coronaviruses out there, what you meant was there have been many coronaviruses. Right. Varieties and of the same. Varieties, but the one that's out now, COVID-19, is there's not varieties of this one. And they're watching for that because if it morphs... If it mutes, yeah. If it mutes, it could be a a different thing. But what you're talking about is the history of coronaviruses, which is essentially the common cold is a coronavirus. Coronavirus, right. And that... And kills people, by the way. It it can, but the flu gets, you know, the flu gets better ratings. Pneumonia and then, yeah. So, uh, if you're, and, and, and if you're your age, Bob, boy, the odds are just terrible. And look, Lisa and I have a cruise. I'll bet. April 1st through the 8th. <laughs> with Justin Haywood of the Moody Blues. Yeah. Um, oh, you're going to get tired of hearing Tuesday blues. afternoon for a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Todd doesn't Rundgren. That, doesn't have a great ring, though. Moody Blues Blues Cruise. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, it's called the Moody Blues Cruise, actually. Uh, but it used to have the whole band. Now it's just Justin Hayward, yeah. Al Stewart from Year of the Cat, a whole bunch of bands like Poco. I mean, Poco, you know, Poco. They're, they're Biden's age. And I'm yeah. worried about these guys. And, and what's and Lisa was like, we have to cancel the cruise. I'm like, <laughs> I read all the fine print. They do not let you cancel because you're afraid you might get a cold. <laughs> but there is something inherently dangerous about having all those 60 plus music acts. You know, how many will return from the cruise? The cruise line actually sent me an email and it said 2020 on the Blue Cruise coronavirus update exclamation point and i was like are they letting people cancel and i was like no way they are <laughs> and it starts with good afternoon cruisers exclamation point they're so happy campers they put an exclamation point seriously at the end of every sentence greetings from otbc central exclamation point we have all our various cruise implementation teams preparing for the upcoming cruise and it's going to be spectacular Exclamation point. <laughs> right now, I know they're not going to let me out of the contract. That's right. The Norwegian Pearl looks terrific. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the germs. That's right. They're and uh, we're hosting you on board in a little more than a month. Let's get ready to have some fun. Exclamation point. I didn't even see this. How many? So that's like five sentences with exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Our staff will be boarding the ship early with so much to prepare. Sound lighting and staging. It's blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, Wow. Uh, get ready to rock, exclamation point. So that entire first paragraph, all yeah. exclamation point. P.S. And then, don't yeah. forget to register early for our Pablo <laughs> Cruz cruise, exclamation point. In addition, health and safety yes. are always paramount. And with the media chatter, chatter, chatter. I'm a chatter. That's like a Rolling Stone. Chatter. <laughs> chatter. <laughs> Uh, with the media chatter in full force regarding the outbreak in China and other world locations, like Rhode Island, (laughs) (laughs) we want to keep you updated on what is going on aboard the Norwegian Pearl. And then right now, if they could have the sound of birds chirping in super happiness, they would. NCL is staying ahead of the impact of all possible viruses by proactively keeping the ship as germ-free as possible with an elevated concentration on health and safety between now and our sailing. Additionally, we've requested, and NCL has approved, additional sanitizing and cleaning on April 1st. 
I should take a flamethrower to this boat. <laughs> oh, they're giving us additional. It's not a good sign. A- it, it won't be a good sign if they issue you those forensic crime scene booties as you're boarding. <laughs> no. So before a- our artisan passengers board the vessel at noon, extensive ongoing cleaning and precaution. In other words, you won't catch it from all those other dirty cruisers. Incidentally, there's a body bag below each mattress in each bunk. (laughs) Presently, the coronavirus is not a significant risk aboard our sailing. As the following preventive measures, blah, 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 enhanced pre-boarding, onboard health protocols. Of course, we all know from reading that you can have no symptoms and carry it for weeks without any way of anyone being able to tell. So baloney with that screening for symptoms. It's total BS. You think that the, the Koreans are doing the wrong thing by screening their gen pop? Look, screening screening is like um, looking in the rear view mirror to see what you hit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking from experience, Bob, is well, there something you want to tell us? But what I'm saying is... Scre- <laughs> How do you know? No, I, I missed that homeless guy, okay. but the point is... <laughs> If if you're driving around drunk, um, yeah. looking in the rearview mirror is not going to prevent the accident. In other words, the the virus they say in Seattle the virus could have been spreading for six weeks before the first cases showed up, which just showed you up. You cannot, and that's what I told you. Give up should be the strategy. All right, look. So imagine the president out there, and actually Trump is the guy to do this. Look, we're Americans, right? Chinese, two out of every hundred collapsed. We're stronger than that. We're Americans. Get out there, get that virus, lick the doorknob, do it for your country so we can get back to business lick as usual. the doorknob. Really? I'd love to crack that cranium sometime. Just want to peel back and see what's in there. Because I'm sure it's a bunch of worms and snakes. So... He, that's what, he'll but, tell Mike but Pence actually, to do that. But actually, economically, that'd be the best solution <laughs> yeah. for our country. Let's get the virus as soon as possible. Let's, let's beat the other countries to be virus-free. Yes. By the way, I live at the end of a dead-end road on a mountaintop, and we're going out and buying non-perishable food this afternoon. So, <laughs> what I say was slammed yesterday. I'm telling you, with, do as I say, doing that. They were talking about that this morning. How crazy it was! People, yeah, you know, I told it, was empty. it was nuts. Let's go get those I've big bags of rice it. that they give people in Africa. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. We are the world. Haiti, coronavirus. Haiti is in big trouble because they have no infrastructure, no medical, nothing ability, and now they're getting. So uh, anyway, here's what they say. We'll deny boarding to any guest who's traveled from, visited, or transited via airports in China. Like they're going to be honest and they can tell. Okay, but what about Rhode Island? Those people yeah. in Rhode Island. Yeah. Mm. I'll, say, I'll say pay attention, boy. Yeah. And then it says this list will be expanded if necessary. So here's what I think. Okay. I don't think my cruise is happening. Really? Because I think that... Um, can I have your ticket if you don't go? <laughs> Uh, well, you can purchase it at a significant discount. Oh, I <laughs> is, there, sure is there a bailout date? The Scottish one, and you're not. What, what's that? Is, is there sorry, a bailout date for you? As a had now, this th- not happened? Were, look, if you don't go, you forfeit your entire money. Oh, yeah. They they want you to take travel insurance, but even the travel insurance doesn't let you cancel because you're afraid you might get a cold. Well, that's worth the money. 
So, uh, anyway, they'll deny boarding. The list will be expanded if necessary. Well, now they have to expand it to include the United States. I've been in the United States. In fact, I'm going to Rhode Island. I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to the wherever. I'm going to go visit people in that nursing home that they surrounded yesterday. <laughs> this oppositional syndrome that I am. Just to, get my, just to get my deposit back for my crew. Anyway. <laughs> Any guest who exhibits yeah. symptoms of any respiratory illness, again, that's two weeks after you stopped uh, started spreading the disease. So it's yes. baloney. It's already out of date. Uh, we've implemented additional cleaning and disinfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah you said that with exclamation points. Uh, so let's see what else. Um, as always, be vigilant in your vigilant. quest to avoid contact. <laughs> Don't be vigilant. That's the worst thing. You want to be vigilant. <laughs> Oh, vigilant. I'm you don't sorry. want to get together. Yeah, don't be a vigilante. Them. You don't want to show up with a gun. <laughs> they won't let you on. And you won't get your money back, Bob, but you will get three squares on a cot. That's so weird that I did that. Um, <laughs> That's your subversive side coming well, out. Wash oh, your <laughs> wash your hands thoroughly, soap and water, avoid passengers who are sneezing oh. and coughing. And just put your, when you're drunk, just lean on the counter where they just coughed into. <laughs> there you go. We so do here's ask what they you say. to not applaud after each the, performance. All right, this is the final thing that's unbelievable, they say. Yeah. The Norwegian Pearl is a floating city with health and safety protocols beyond those implemented in most, quote, cities. Quite possibly beyond health and safety protocols where you live. She said, Bob, if the Norwegian pearl doesn't go, you can come on the black pearl. Let's take you anywhere you want to go. The Norwegian pearl (laughs) is the safest place. It's a lily pad for you to hop onto. We've wrapped it in a giant oxygen tent for the entire... Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a big banner across each door before you enter. Sanitize for your protection. Absolutely, and they and they close with while coronavirus is dominating the media headlines, according to the CDC. And this is I read this from the CDC. Influenza is likely a greater risk. Be sure to get your flu shot. Those don't work. They missed the, the strain last year altogether. I didn't even get mine this, this uh, year. Well, th- uh, what I read is 40 to 60% effective, which is still better than nothing. I, I go with the, I, you know, I go with the inoculations. I have every year until last year's proved to be a complete waste of oh, money. Oh, last year's was bad, yeah. Did they, but did they, did they do the best. Did they end the email with, we can, however, promise you a healthy dose of the rock and roll pneumonia and boogie-woogie flu. Boogie. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Actually, Johnny Rivers should go on this cruise. I like that. that. So, again, uh, my belief is the strategy ought to be give up, get the cold, develop the antibodies, get over it. You're Americans. Get out there and support our economy. Bob, Bob, Bob. So it's that way that too long Jeff for a Bezos bumper sticker. can still pay his alimony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a real long bumper sticker. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So that's the coronavirus. Uh, the stock market. Um, it's, Where's my slide whistle? Yeah. Wait a sec. Let me check here. Do you, I don't look. Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's I, up I 435. Oh. Today, yeah. I, so here's the thing about the stock market. It's like when I have gastric 
gastric distress. I don't look in the bowl on those days. Oh, thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I haven't had breakfast yet. Bad enough you made me naze my coffee, and now i got to bring it I, uh, I look on the days when I think I'm going to be proud of what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So Think long-term, Bob. Think right. long-term. Now, you had a bunch of suggestions for today, and I'm sorry that all of that current events took up. You know, maybe by the time people hear this podcast the coronavirus is over and <laughs> bernie is the nominee so let's look at what you sent and mayor pete's back on his uh, newspaper route yeah Ooh, just saying okay <clears throat> let's look at uh, what we got here we do have a we do have a, a comedic funny funny thing what's this about i want to play it i sent it and i forgot uh, here it, but it's you right <laughs> it, it well i narrated it yeah yeah you narrate these things here's yes. here's ed kelly doing a funny bit are you tired of swiping left on all those climate change deniers yeah it's hard to find someone who cares about the environment as much as i do then sign up for the very first environmentally friendly dating app Climate. Wow, where do you find all these woke men? We scan everyone's social media and browsing history to see if they actually care about the environment. Um, isn't that a little invasive? Not as invasive as your carbon footprint. And you'll know you found your Climate when Greta says so. You saved my childhood. This guy is so hot, he's melting my iceberg. From the moment we matched, I knew Kate was my solar mate. I knew he was my non-GMO honey bear because his profile said he only showers once a month to save the environment. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, the couple that saves the world together stays together. Sign up for Climate today. <laughs> That's awesome. More it, relevant than I thought. It goes with the Greta Thunberg talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. You bang these out every day, right? Uh, yeah, every day. It's part of what yeah. you do, and then oh, you forget God. them 10 minutes later. Like I, I, it's, it's like popcorn. Like yeah, a Chinese like, virus. You want to order another one. I think of them as paper boats, Bob. They go out on the water, they just disappear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. 1988. Which is, it seems like a long time un, un, until you say it's only 40% of Joe Biden's life. It's not that <laughs> <long>. <laughs> oh, stop. Yes. Oh, man. Joe, Joe's like, I won the South Carolina primary? I thought I dropped out weeks ago. <laughs> I, you know what? That, that was the feeling when he was doing his speeches that like yeah. he had already given up and now he's like, whoa, well, maybe, I have a, maybe I have a shot. Uh, a <clears throat> let's go through some of the other things going on. Uh, Stephen uh, Tyler is a granddaughter, a grandfather Grandpa, again. Not, yes, mm. his daughter Chelsea Tyler is a new mom. Uh, she's thirty years old and she's a singer. Chelsea Tyler. Imagine that. I wonder if she sounds anything like her dad. Well, he's, he's got to be more proud than Spielberg, whose daughter is becoming a porn star slash adult uh, worker. Oh, no kidding. Spielberg. Yeah, an adopted child on top of that, yeah. Come on. So, yeah. I mean, I, that's why I put this, the topic kids go south. What happens when your kid goes south? Because I've seen perfect parenting result in some really horrid offspring. Okay, I mean, I've got a not... Chelsea uh, Tyler song. You want to hear a little bit of it? Sure, why not? Oh, no, that's her modeling. Hang on. Oh, here's... Uh, Here's Chelsea Tyler singing Remember Walking in the Sand with Aerosmith. Might have to wait a while for her to sing. <laughs> Hang on. Because okay. Stephen's a mic hog, as you know. Yes. Wait a minute. Is that him or her? That's him. That's it. 
sounds like she might be in the That's background. her, right? That's a girl. It's the hardest thing because there's no actual video. It's like, wait, well, they wait, both wait. sing like girls. How could I tell? That's her. No. That's it. She's going to join the chorus. Here we go. Now her, hopefully. Unless they just had her go, remember. <laughs> remember. I thought I, I heard a female in the chorus in the back. I did too, but but there, this is so. This is one of those things where there's no picture. Let's see. We got. Uh, oh, there's here's a picture of her. It's the same thing, I think. And they do have a picture. She did the same thing to Joey Kramer. Oh, she's just singing backup vocals. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm I, I did hear her back there. Right. Well, if your daughter is a singer. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Where Take is she road. singing? Okay, so let's get back. You know what? I do think Spielberg's daughter is more interesting. <laughs> yeah. So what's happening with her? Well, apparently she has uh, gone south, as I was saying. She, she's become... She's doing self-porn, whatever that is. What is that? Put, put, I don't know. Auto something. She's just putting a camera on herself, doing x <laughs> oh, solo things, putting out, out there, uh, whatever she's doing. I shouldn't act like I know what this is. But yeah, you don't. I'm sure you do Solo um, cam work? Yeah, something like that. Or I don't know if another person's involved. They were very nebulous because they have to be sometimes for these postings. And uh, so he had... She actually threw something at. She had an argument with him, and she threw something at him. It damaged his hand and his wrist. Oh, she was taken away for a twelve-hour cool-out period. Right. And yeah, it's just gotten ugly in this Spielberg house. Yeah. A news of Michaela's arrest comes just after a week, uh, over a week after she revealed. She has, here's how they put it: self-producing adult videos, and would love to be a licensed sex worker sex and dancer worker, in a yeah. strip club. Well, no, he's still clubs. married to uh, what's her name in one of the uh, Indiana Jones movies, um, Spielberg. Who, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg is married to a, a movie star. Yeah, married the. What a surprise! The, no, the blonde Marianne. in the second Indiana Jones. I thought right. She's. Thanks for thanks for leading us down that dark path. So, <laughs> no, just, if you know it, say it. Well, hang on. You can't rely on other septuagenarians <laughs> to fill in the blanks for you. Bernie, I do you know who that was? I have no idea what Zip Ziffel is talking about. Uh, uh, Kate how, how about Kate, How about Jimmy Carter? Jimmy, Kate do you know Capshaw, who he's talking? Kate Capshaw. Okay, yeah, she's very she's very beautiful. Okay. Okay. All right. I like her. All right, let's let's move on. Lady Gaga. Quitting Quit smoking, smoking. Uh, yeah. cold turkey, which is yeah. interesting and a little dangerous for her. You know why? Why? Because if you're a smoker, mm -hmm. and it a gives you a voice. World yeah. class singer with a lot of rasp in your voice. Yeah. yeah. Good, good old. You might have to go more pop. Yeah. But Taylor Swift's kind of got that covered. <laughs> she does. Uh, 33 year old Lady Gaga. Revealed she actually did go cold turkey. She's um, She used to smoke 40 cigarettes all day long. Oof, wow. She says, I completely quit. I quit cold turkey, but it was very hard. She Hasn't she seen that animated slow turkey on TV? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, she said, if you don't smoke, don't smoke. Quitting is worse. It's so brutal. I'll never smoke again because I think I saw Jesus for an entire week. It was so awful. <laughs> who Jesus was terrible. Who, who has been a smoker among us? Um, I did uh, when I was like, I don't know, 16 to 18. Okay, so you quit. I quit. Okay. Pot, pot was it only? I never my, smoked a lot. And yeah. I smoked pot, yeah, at various yeah. times. Well, I'm not talking about cigarettes here. I'm talking about the stuff that, you know, the tobacco companies have been imbued with all kind of addictive stuff. Ah, yeah. I um I don't know why I didn't get addicted to it because my parents were and oh, I yeah. certainly had a, we a were personality to try it for sure for yeah. sure in my yeah. house and I grew up in a house with a blue haze everywhere oh did you <laughs> mom yeah. and dad oh both sides and my brother are they living yeah. uh no none yeah. of them and and mine no. Hey, quick, yeah. quick uh, radio reference. When I worked with Drew and Mike Clark. Thanks for changing yeah. the subject from our dead parents. Not, Actually, no. this, <laughs> in, in this particular situation, I'm grateful for you for oh, hijacking. I you. worked with Drew, too. I want to hear yeah. this. We were just I, no, about no. to talk about how much we love our parents, and Zip just doesn't yeah. want to talk about parents. Drew, Mike, uh, the yeah. producer. Mike smoked like a chimney. Uh, yeah, in the studio. Mind you, oh, yeah. they smoked in the studio, oh, yeah. studio. and I mean, wow. uh, yeah, Mike Clark would have a cigarette going in the ashtray and light another one. And how's Mike used to sleep? How's with, Mike with, Clark he's, doing he's today? Just quick, he's no longer on. with no, us. He's he, passed yeah. away. Okay, he passed but he he slept with a cigarette face down in the pillow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know him brutal. too. Yeah. Brutal. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's move on. Uh, Prince Harry and Bon Jovi visit Abbey Road Studios to record a song together. Now, there's several things wrong with this story. <laughs> Where do we start? We start with, why are they still calling him Prince Harry? <laughs> They're not. It He's should be the, the, some yeah. guy named Harry. Or the prince formerly known as Harry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, they teamed at the Fame Abbey Road Studios Friday to record a new version of a song in support of Harry's Invictus Games. So yeah. he has video games? No, 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 no. no. That's what is a, Invictus Games? I believe it's in support of uh, veterans. Oh, oh, so it's a thing, it's like a Special Charity. Olympics. Yeah. All right. For injured, think... wounded, and sick armed forces. Oh, that's very nice. So yeah. uh, Bon Jovi did refer to him to the as the artist formerly known as Prince, which was oh, well, there you go. So taking a playful nice jab at his headline, making a decision to walk back. But he, world too, has two parents who were veterans, uh, Bon Jovi. Ah. I believe oh, that's so. that's nice. That's the commonality. Uh, so, um, but of course, the press is always going to call him Prince Harry. Of course. Why? Hey, why? Hey, how, we how don't have you, to follow the. We don't have to listen to the Queen. How would you? How would you? <laughs> I'm Canadian. I do. How would you characterize Bon Jovi's music? What category would you put them in? Uh, well, it was '80s wall of sound rock, pop oh. rock. Yeah. yeah, and he was one of the best at it. Uh, and his ever. his big breakout album was just a monster that you launch a whole career from. Uh, and he used a vocoder <laughs> for the first time since Peter Frampton. That's right. But it's kind of interesting. He, and he had big hair. It's kind of interesting that, uh, you know, he's ascended to that A-list of Springsteen and Billy Joel. You know, he's kind of above the format that he broke out in. You know what I mean? He's bigger. Well, than... as the older ones die off, they have to promote some of the 50-year-olds. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> He's absolutely right. <laughs> because he wasn't that big un no. until now. Yeah, no. that's the way it goes. All right, let's 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 take it home. What, uh, what are we not covering this week that uh, someone would like to go ahead and cover? Gosh. Uh, it's Dr. Seuss week. <laughs> you know all this stuff because you do all these comedy he bits. Does. It's yeah. Dr. Seuss week like they celebrate him 
I, once I, a year? I guess the, yeah, they just, you know. I know. I, the only reason I know is because you know when the when the Uber driver told me off last night, he did it in rhyme. He was practicing so. <laughs> uh, for Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. so that's how you knew? Yeah. Wow. Did did you? And, and that's an interesting thing because Dr. Seuss was big in our generation. Mm -hmm. uh, it was big in our children's generation, and I believe that. Um, I believe the kids today, my grandchildren, still read some Dr. Seuss. It's timeless. It is timeless. It's interesting. Yeah. I have a stand-up comedian friend who does a whole Dr. Seuss routine, and it kills every time because everybody relates from 8 mm. to 80. Mm. You know, um, to buy I, I, I've got a page up Dr. Seuss parodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> These are good ones. So do I, Bob. One fish, two fish, red fish, Jew fish. That's why I'm not going to get elected. <laughs> uh, the Cat with the Gat by Dr. Dre. Uh, here's one. Did I tell you, you how lucky you are to, that you still have a job by Dr. Seuss? Oh, there you go. Um, um, Mr. White can make blue, can you? Dr. Heisenberg's Lab of Wonderful Colors. That's a Breaking Bad reference. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, how the Jesse. Grinch... Here's a good one. How the Grinch stole the non-religion-specific celebration of the winter solstice holiday. <laughs> Very politically correct. Oh. That's good. And then there's one with a picture of a, of a dog laying down on the cover. And it says, dude, they're going to chop your balls off. <laughs> <laughs> but was, was the Whoville thing not one of Jim Carrey's best roles ever, though? Be, absolutely. Be honest. Absolutely. Just um, a fantastic movie. And Yertle the Turtle's habitat was destroyed by global warming. Horton hears a rare B-side from Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obscure. He was sick of the who. <laughs> How about that? Oh, <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, there's a picture of uh, Captain Kirk on this book, and it says the cat and the shat. The cat and the shat. That's mine. My Dr. Seuss. All right. Thank uh, you. On, that, on that cheerful note, yes. uh, it's been a pleasure having you with us once again for the Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. We'll play a, a twisted tune and uh, bid you adieu until next Wednesday when we provide our uh, various points of view on life in the world. And we invite you to, uh, you can now email us. Did you know that? Ooh, uh, we're connectable. Excellent. Uh, yes, we set up an email. It's show at bobandzip.com. That's show at bobandzip.com. And as I do on my other podcast with Spike and Joe, if you write, we'll read your email. And since, you know, we're just getting started and we have precious few listeners, this is an awesome time to look under your chair and see what you've won. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and the song we're ending with is an ABBA takeoff called yes. Adieu, 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 Adieu. And you get a toy car and you get a toy car. <laughs> so uh, we will be giving uh, some prizes to the first person. Uh, and I can't tell you what the prize is, but I can tell you my hands are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, make man. maple syrup, please. Oh, oh yes, of course. <laughs> Where was my mind going? The world's gone crazy. <laughs> and we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Hi-oh, Kermit the Gas Hog here. And as an indicator of species, I have a little message for all you recyclers out there. 
It's not that easy going green. Having to reduce the carbon footprint that you leave. You try to treat the world a little nicer. You reduce, reuse, recycle, and lots of other ecological stuff like that. It's not that easy living green. It costs so much extra for handmade, organic, labeled, environmentally friendly things. You have to wear itchy clothes made out of hemp fiber and filter your own urine back into drinking water, which you use to wash and polish the hybrid car that you drive. But green's the hipsterest thing. And green makes you feel cool and trendy-like. You think you're real big, saving an ocean. You feel important, preserving the mountains and hugging a tree. If green is what you claim to be, why are you wiping your butt with Charmin triple ply? It's a huge blunder down under you're not green, I'm green. Why don't you stop backfilling my swamp? And go back to being the narcissistic douchebag that you are. Come on, we all know your other car is an SUV.